Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. Greg Shepard here from Higher Ed Retire Podcast. I do appreciate all of you out there tuning in today. However, this podcast is a rather unique podcast, and it's really unique only to a select few of you out there, so it's not for everybody, unfortunately. Uh, If you're looking for other types of information on higher ed retirement plans, just go ahead and check out my website, www.higheredretire.com. You'll find all kinds of podcasts there, chocked full of good information. So this particular podcast is really, this particular podcast is really honing in and focusing on those that are employed with the University of Kansas, KU, over there in Lawrence, that have qualified and are taking advantage of the V, V as in Victor, VSIP, the Voluntary Separation Incentive Program. So this isn't going to be a very long podcast. I'm going to cut right to the chase uh, for everyone's benefit. So this news came across my desk, I'd say a few months ago, and I decided to make it into a podcast here. Reason being is that I do have, most of you know out there, I do have a fee-only financial planning firm here in Kansas City. We deal with higher ed employees all over the country, but due to proximity, I have quite a few clients over there in Lawrence. So this has impacted my clients. So I've, I've done these transactions. I guess we'll be doing these transactions here later in the year in December. So I wanted to um, provide information around this when it comes to your retirement plan, specifically because the catalyst, I guess I should say, is that I lost a client um, not that long ago, maybe a month ago or so. She is going to go through this process, is going through this process, but will be taking advantage of the VSIP program this year. And as most of you already know, your retirement plan is mostly with TIAA or ING, but TIAA is going to be the big boy with the retirement plan through KBOR. And the reps over there at TIAA got a hold of her and honestly, just gave them gave her information that she didn't get the whole kit and caboodle. She didn't, she didn't get all the information afforded to her. And that's my fault. I feel, uh, I guess, somewhat responsible for that. And I talked to her after the fact and relayed some information to her that she didn't know. But the process was already in place. And, um, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Does she regret it? I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll find out here maybe after the fact. But, again... It's important for you as an employee going through this process, you have all the information. What I'm going to provide you today is an avenue to make sure you have all that information afforded to you, not just biased information provided by the likes of TIA or ING or maybe some other provider as well. You know, some of you may have some legacy assets in that plan, especially on the voluntary side, like with Fidelity, although they're not much of a player here in the KBOR plan. Uh, But let's go ahead and get going, and this will start making more sense so for those of you that haven't listened to my podcasts before, who am I and why in the world should you be listening to me? It's a pretty good question. So I do, like I mentioned, have a financial planning firm in Kansas City. We do financial planning, investment management uh, for, I've been doing this for 19 years now, all with the same firm. That's very important because in this industry, like the reps over at TIA or ING, there's going to be a lot of turnover there. Okay, uh, My clients have been dealing with me since 2001. So that's pretty important to have that trust, that bond when it comes to financial planning and investment management, planning for your financial future. I do specialize in helping those in higher education get to and transition into retirement. So what I'm talking about here today is 
gosh, right in my wheelhouse. This is what I do for a living. And of course, like I mentioned, I do have clients currently going through uh, this type of transition, not just at KBOR, but all over the country as well. Okay, Obviously, uh, the COVID pandemic is the catalyst as to why University of Kansas is doing this. I've seen a a version of this at many universities, institutions across the country. So this isn't unique to KU. I'm sure all of you are aware of that. This is just KU's version of trying to cut costs due to to the pandemic. So this is nothing new to me and my firm. Uh, We've been dealing with other universities in this regard as well. So like I mentioned earlier, I don't want to take a lot of your time. I'm I'm, going to cut right to the chase here. So I'm going to get into this what I think is an awesome strategy really for those over at KBOR, specifically here at University of Kansas. It's a strategy that you can implement for your retirement plan, okay? So I'm going to get into it here now. Before I get started, I want to give you my information because some of this information can be a little convoluted. It's not, you know, it's not confusing to me because I've done it so many times, but hearing it for the first time, it might be a little overwhelming, okay? Uh, So my information, you can find it at my podcast website, www.higheredretire.com. My email is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Phone number in Kansas City, that's my home office, 913-521-2381. Okay, the goal of this strategy that I'm about to tell you is really to make sure you can get income from your accounts without paying state income tax. Okay, we're going to do this, we're going to accomplish this without using an approved vendor in KBOR's retirement plan. For those of you that don't know, when you retire, separate service uh, from, in this case, KU, you start taking income from your accounts, uh, whether it be for RMDs, um, you just need to supplement your income maybe from Social Security, you're going to start tapping into your retirement plan, okay, over there at KU. Typically with TIA or some of you will have ING as well. So when you do that, you are void of paying state income taxes as long as you take the money from an approved vendor. Well, I just said I'm going to accomplish that, okay, that that strategy of not paying state income taxes, and we're going to invest your money outside of KU's KBOR, the KBOR retirement plan, okay? So I'm going to show you why you want to do this and how you do this. I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to show you. I'm going to tell you. Okay, so when you do retire, separate service, most of you, well, all of you are going to have that mandatory retirement plan, and a lot of you are going to have the voluntary retirement plan as well. That voluntary is 100% your money. You can do whatever you want with that after you separate, okay? Now, we're going to transfer about 95% or thereabouts of that voluntary money. In our case, we're going to transfer it over to Charles Schwab, okay? And I'll get into that here in just a bit. Well, I'll get into it right now. Why Charles Schwab? Well, the reason we do that, our goal with the Charles Schwab platform is to be able to choose amongst the best investments within their peer group. So for example, if we want a large cap growth fund, we'll have the options of choosing amongst the best in the world over there at the Schwab platform, okay? That's, that, that rings true for all asset classes. Also, we can get sectors. This is very important, especially right now when like tech is big, uh, consumer discretionary is big. Those sectors right now as of August, late August 2020 are doing very, very well. So we can get access to those investments over there at Schwab where you cannot get those investments through your mandatory and voluntary account as they are today. So let's go ahead and stick with that voluntary money. Now, um, actually, both with the mandatory and voluntary, 
you're going to have to get a letter from Playing With Ease. I just did this yesterday, okay? Tia actually wanted a letter from Playing With Ease for the voluntary distribution as well. That's neither here nor there. So we're going to submit this letter that you'll get from Playing With Ease after you go through the portal. You just print it off and you submit this letter for your mandatory and voluntary accounts in order to transfer those monies outside to, in this case, Charles Schwab. Now on the mandatory side, let me talk about that real briefly. After we submit that letter, we're gonna transfer, and we submit all this paperwork, we're gonna transfer 100% of the mandatory account over to Schwab. Now your mandatory account is gonna be larger, you're gonna have more dollars in that account. Your voluntary is gonna be smaller. So mandatory, 100% over to Schwab. Voluntary, let's say 95%. We're gonna leave a little bit of money in that voluntary plan, and I'll explain why here in just a bit. Okay, so pretty simple so far. Uh, here's the fun part. Okay, so now we have 95% of your money over at Charles Schwab for that mandatory and voluntary. Remember, Schwab is not an approved vendor through the Kansas Border of Regents. It's time to start taking money out of your account, okay? Either it's RMDs or you just like to um, create a steady stream of income to live on. Now, on that note, I'm going to take a little tangent here. You know, when you sit down with TIA or ING or just about any vendor over there at KBOR, they're going to try, especially TIA, they're going to try to sit you down and tell you, well, we're going to create an, a, create an annuity for you where you will not outlive your money, okay? They use different fixed products for this purpose. Folks, you can create your own annuity outside of TIAA without fixed products, okay? We do this every single day, all right? And the, the products that we use are going to pay more interest than what they're using, which is a TIAA traditional. I love TIAA traditional, but it's not the, the saving grace. You know, you're going to get a floor of that, what, 3%, I believe. In my opinion, we can do better, and that's what we've done for our clients, okay? So bringing it back to the podcast here and topic at hand, you're wanting to create a stream of income, but now you have all your money over there at Charles Schwab. Remember that voluntary account that we left a little bit of money in? We're going to use that account to take every dime of income out of, okay? Let me repeat that. So that voluntary account that you have a little bit of money in, anytime you need money for whatever purpose, RMDs or a, uh, an income stream, we're going to take it out of that account that's still within KBOR's umbrella. But let's say you have, I don't know, five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 in there. What's cool about this strategy is we can transfer money from Charles Schwab, okay, that's the money we took out of TIA, back into that TIA account, voluntary account. There's a, there's a specific account that we get over at TIA that will accept monies from a rollover IRA. This is where your money is now over at Charles Schwab. So you have five, $7,000 in that TIA account, but your RMDs, maybe for 2021, are 10000 15000 so you don't have enough. So when that money is depleted, or runs out, we just transfer enough money back over to that TIAA account to account for the next year's RMD or whatever, you know, for a year's worth of distributions. But that way, the money is still over at Charles Schwab and invested, in our opinion, in my opinion, in better type of investments that's, that, that suit what you're trying to accomplish. Okay, so I, I tried to coherently talk about that again. If you have more questions on this, I still have more to go here, but if you have questions, make sure you email me, greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. So why why do you want to go through all this? What's Why do you want to go through all this trouble? Okay, so let's talk about that for just a second. So through Schwab, like I mentioned, 
I'm going to have access to tens of thousands of investment choices, okay? None of which I have any affiliation with. Now, logically, sit there and think. If you were to stay with TIAA or ING, for that matter, do you think those paid employees are going to recommend their proprietary investments? Well, of course they are, okay? These are paid employees. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking that. But they're told what to do. They aren't truly independent advisors. Are they truly fiduciary advisors? If they were truly fiduciary advisors and you've been with TIAA and you have a voluntary account, why are you not in the brokerage link account? Because that, in my opinion, is the best option for you. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, TIAA is doing you a disservice if you've spoken to them. My clients over at KBOR and other universities that have access to brokerage link 100% of the time we're accessing brokerage link. I'm not going to get into the weeds of what brokerage link is. I do have another podcast on that. I'll, uh, I'll link it in the show notes, but if you're in the voluntary account, well, it might be too late since you, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're probably retiring in a number of months here, but you should have been in the voluntary, I'm sorry, should have been in the brokerage link account. So that's just an, an instance where you're not getting all the information that you should, information that you don't even know is out there. Next issue is fees. Of course, I charge a fee for my service, right? I don't work for free. Uh, We got to pay the bills just like everybody else. However, what if I could put you in a better position to offset that fee? Now, I really hesitate to get into a lot of details here over a podcast regarding fees, but please contact me on this and I'll share with you what I'm talking about in a lot more detail, but you'll find that, that, that my fee, which by the way, the max that I charge is 1% per year of the assets that I manage, okay? But again, if we can offset that by putting you in a better position, it's, it can be a net zero, okay, on fees. Now, of course, people over at TIAA, the reps over there and ING, they're gonna say we do it for nothing. Well, that's because they're paid employees from that institution, okay? And again, they're going to look to put you in proprietary investments for the most part that they're told to by, let's call them big brother. Okay. They are not truly independent advisors. I just want to reinforce the fact that, you know, you all are educators. You, you do this for a living. You provide information, you educate people. So remember, I'm not telling you anything you already don't know in the sense that the more information you have, the better informed you are. So if you're going through this VSIP, this Voluntary Separation and Incentive Program, you need to ask yourself if you're getting all the information you need to make an informed decision. Honestly, you may not even know if you're getting all this information. So listening to this podcast should be the catalyst to start asking questions and demanding more. I've seen too many employees just go with the flow, just go with the flow of things, and end up making decisions based on just what everyone else is is doing, what their colleagues are doing. And that's not always the best case. I see it time and time again. Specifically at a university, I won't name, but it's not KU, but a different university not too far down the road. This is just too important. This decision is just too important to you and your family to just do what everyone else is doing, okay? You need to take the initiative and make sure you have all the information. That's what I'm trying to provide you with today. Okay, so I'm pretty much going to wrap this up. I hope you got some use out of this today. This particular podcast is certainly near and dear to my heart because I deal with so many KBOR employees and they, you, don't have all the information to make a truly informed decision. So 
I do hope I accomplished something in that regard here today. Even if you didn't understand everything I talked about here in detail, call me, ask questions. Uh, keep digging for that truth, okay, for that information. Make sure you do understand eventually. Trust me. Okay, in closing, if you need to contact me for anything, my contact information is found on my website, www.higheredretire.com. Uh, email, typically the best way to get a hold of me, greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Folks, thanks for hanging in there today. This is Greg Shepard with Higher Ed Retire Podcast telling you to take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.